0: Hey, welcome to the podcast. that shall not be named episode 412 for 5 January 2023. a little background music from the playlist from my son Mark who is riding shotgun. We are in the company truck. I will turn it down just a skosh Sorry there Mark. Um man, eh, turn it up a skosh There you go. That should be about right. So, shall what we shall shall we call this the Montana playlist? Yeah. Oh, it was a few years before that No, oh, okay it's the back road bumps playlist it's a what back road bumps playlist okay back road bumps playlist anyhow so mark's picking the music i'm recording an episode and uh, this is my second attempt this week let's see you're checking it is recording yes um, i recorded a full episode back on tuesday good 45 minutes and went to finish it off and realized it had not recorded the entire time now you podcasters in the background know what I'm talking about and uh, it was good just just like a fishing story it was a good episode man I was out there changing the putting the tire chains back on the tractor and working on the tractor and talking to you about what's been going on and talked about the blizzard over Christmas and you know after 45 minutes of Filling out everything that I had to say and realizing that it didn't go anywhere you know you're not going to sit and record it again because you, you can't put lightning back in a bottle after you, you let it out so uh, here we go again except now we're in the company truck heading to town I gotta to get the transfer station gotta stop at the hospital change out the drug boxes for the the ambulance um, stopping in at the optometrist to say hey two pairs of glasses I've purchased in the last year and neither one of them are uh, you worth a dang to me I am back to wearing glasses from three prescriptions ago
1: so uh, I don't know what to do
0: about this because I've paid for a couple pairs out of pocket now and they are useless to me gotta get that fixed stop by the uh, EMS office and the main station down by the airport Stopping by the hardware store getting more shear pins for a friend of mine in town for his John Deere snowblower, and uh, some pipe plumbing hardware so that Mark and I can change the kitchen faucet and the bathroom faucet. Returning a whole gaggle of lithium ion batteries from uh, fire radios and pagers to Remy Battery in Houghton. Stopping off at the transfer station to... Uh, get rid of furniture uh, specifically a dining room table we pulled out of the cabin to, that we replaced with a dining room table that came out of my mom's house and was originally my mom and my dad's mom and dad's uh, grandparents on my dad's side and uh, I'm sure oh yeah we're gonna get some food somewhere along the line there so I got lots of things to do but I thought I'd share a few moments in the day in life of the Uper. So, uh, I'll uh, do a summary of Snowmageddon. Um, The Christmas blizzard that came through here, we got 31 inches of snow. That ain't abnormal for us. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't, every snowfall is not 31 inches, but we got a couple of feet easily uh, back before Thanksgiving. And, uh, i think we're at 100 110 inches for the year so far somewhere around there starting to snow pretty good it's uh i mean there's a good base out there but it keeps warming up so it's a crusty base and a lot of ice around that's just not a good thing so as i said 31 inches of snow with the blizzard not uh not something to sneeze at and there were other complications not because of the 31 inches and i said we're used to snow up here But the winds. We were having sustained winds at 50 miles an hour plus with peaks well over 70. And again, that's not all that unusual up here in the winter. We get those. But what was unusual was the sustained winds. We had 40 to 50 mile an hour winds for days. And again, peaking at 60 to 70 miles an hour for days. The drifts were something else, even in the harbor proper. There were five, six, seven-foot drifts right across the main roads in town, and cars were just stuck Uh, kittywampus. It was a challenge to get to town and back. Uh, Eventually, both counties pulled their plows. Uh, Yes, Mark and I kept working. So uh, we were out maintaining the network. The network stayed up through all of that, actually. Of course, we had a power failure for a while. That's just a given. Uh, Had a good, uh, at least a 50-footer. It might be 60. I haven't measured uh, a tree come down right between two of our parking spots fortunately they were a far distance apart but uh, the tree didn't break uh it uh, the whole root ball got torn out of the ground from the winds and uh the the root ball side the base of the tree is actually on the state park the rest of it's in our yard so i gotta talk to the park manager and see what to do about it uh see if he wants to uh up the tree or if he just wants us to do it but since the the base of it's in the state park I really need to talk to him first about it but that's kind of a mess and it took out a couple trees on the way down that's actually the big tragedy it took some of our trees out as it came down and it's not all the way to the ground either so it's kind of a hazard it's uh, i'll take a picture of it posted somewhere so along, somewhere along the line but uh, the other thing that it did uh, i needed to hang around for uh, a neighbor's house that I'm currently watching while they decide how they're going to shut it down or what they're going to do with it um, and it needed some uh, heating repairs and heating and ventilation air conditioning people in town or in the area just on the island in general were way overbooked so they couldn't get there until the Wednesday before Christmas so which is what we would normally have left for if we could have left on Wednesday we would have been fine getting past home and down to Illinois but I needed to be there because the executor was downstate and I had promised her that uh, I would be there for the plumbing guys and the heating guys so we could at least fix the heating system and make things stable until things are figured out down the line so by the time that was done it was already too late to leave uh, we were right in the middle of the snow at that point and with the winds and the cold south of us it wasn't that cold up here it was in the teens got down to single digits i think for a while and as i said i was out working and driving and all this stuff but there's a difference between working and driving locally and making a 450 mile trip down to see family at christmas um, and it was single digits and high wind chill or low wind chill temperatures i should say but high winds low wind chill temperatures between us and family and the truck broke down along the way, that would have been a bad scene. So we wound up hanging out through most of the blizzard, uh, actually through all of the blizzard, until Christmas Day when the wind subsided to 30 to 40 miles an hour and felt that it was at least safe to make the trip. And uh, Chris and I and David made the trip down to Illinois for Christmas. Um, by then the plows were back on the road. I was in two-wheel drive the entire trip. The roads weren't all that great until I got uh, past the Lake Superior, Lake Michigan Watershed Divide, which is halfway between Covington and Crystal Falls, for those that know that uh, cutover road. It's a 35-mile stretch of road with nothing on it. And for the longest time, it didn't even have cell phone coverage. Now it does. But uh, you get up... Uh, hit that road you hit the peak the road the ridge which is the watershed I talked about and in the north side of it everything that falls on uh, that land goes eventually to Lake Superior and on the south side of it all that water eventually goes down in Lake Michigan anyhow got us down to uh, Woodstock Illinois about 10 somewhere between 10 and 11 o'clock that night it was a long drive But we did make it down for Christmas, didn't make it for the family gathering, but uh, several of the in-laws made the trip up to my mother-in-law's house in Woodstock to visit that week, so it was a a good trip. Meantime, Mark stayed back to keep the network up, watch the dogs, watch the cats, and make sure that all the uh, mechanical heating kept going at uh, the cabin and Studio V, so that we didn't have any problems there, and he kept the tractor going. So that's the, uh, wow, I covered a lot of ground, and we're only nine minutes into it. What did I talk about for 45 minutes on the other episode? Inquiring minds want to know. So, yeah, it's always disappointing when you record an episode and realize that you didn't record an episode. Make a note of that, Amanda. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, she's getting ready again. That's my friend in the harbor. Um. Copper Harbor Vitality, I think is the name of the website for the, the, the domain for the podcast. I'll give you the full details when it's up and live. Um, did experiment with uh, podcasting 2.0 over uh, the Christmas trip. It was really easy to uh, take my feed that I currently had. Actually, don't even need the feed. To get a 2.0 feed, which is uh, totally independent, uncensored, Uh, unowned by Google or anybody else so that's a feed they don't have to worry about now that I get it up but basically you point towards the domain website and place where your XML RSS file is register it with uh, uh, what's it called Podcastindex.org, I believe is the website and they just give you a place to pop your uh, your website domain into Uh, it verifies it and creates a feed and bang, Bob's your uncle. So let's see here, what else did I forget to talk about that I did in that episode two days ago? Oh yeah, uh, the uh, passport is still in progress, or actually it's officially in progress. I mean, I had it going, but finally got notification from the government saying, yeah, yeah, it's in progress, in process and based on their estimates of how long a maximum processing should take for a renewal i should be getting my passport back um the wednesday of the week before not the wednesday before but the week before pod camp toronto i should be getting my passport and if that's the case i will be making uh pod camp been in touch with the uh the famous og mark blevis and uh, we're planning and sharing a room, provided I can get there. He's going to book the hotel. I, we were planning on Bond Place, but I found out at Virtual Pub last night that uh, Bond Place is no more as a hotel. Wow. That's a, that's a development. It's being used for, I believe, housing for the homeless, which is a good use. But still, all the adventure stories of staying at Bond Place while we're at Podcamp. Well, there's still the memories of that. I'm sure there's adventure stories now, but I don't think I want to participate in those, so we'll just kind of leave it at that. But yes, I'm planning on PodCamp Toronto. Uh, I forgot what the new name of the university is. Uh, Probably shouldn't even mention the old name. I think it got uh, got canceled. I don't know if somebody changed the name of it. I don't know the whole history of that. We'll get into that maybe in another episode. So, uh, what else, what else, what else? Well, um, kind of a gadgety type thing that uh, uh, I am looking at my heated coffee mug here in uh, the work truck. Now, of course, you know, I I always, well, maybe you don't know, but those that do know me, especially in the winter, I make a nice hot cup of tea normally in the morning after I've had a couple cups of coffee. And it's a combination of uh, either... English breakfast or Earl Grey combined with Constant Comet tea. Nice hot steep in that, good 20-24 ounces of it. Added with some lemon, a couple tablespoons of honey, and about 4 ounces of cranberry juice. And that makes my concoction for the day while I'm working. Haven't changed that at all. The downside of that is it's in a really good thermos. Which means that it's too hot to drink for the first couple hours of the day without burning my mouth. And then eventually gets to that perfect comfy drinking temperature. And then eventually gets to be cool or iced tea. Well, that thermos actually keeps it warm for quite a while. But there's that, uh, that, that sweet spot is only during a per- part, certain part of the day. So while we were down in Woodstock, uh, my wife stopped at uh, the Coles department store down there. And while she was doing some shopping around, I know as Coles, they always have this nice gadgety area. Hang on, I'm going to take a sip of coffee here. And right in that area was uh, a Smart Gear heated coffee mug for your vehicle. Now, you know, they've had heated coffee mugs and even heated uh, electric percolators for cars forever. Used to travel with one. Used to brew drip coffee in my uh, pickup truck traveling from arizona back to the midwest back and forth but this one's uh, got a usb-c connector on it to go into a heavy duty usb charger on the dashboard and it's got a microprocessor in it and a temperature sensor and you can set the actual drinking temperature you want to the degree either in fahrenheit or celsius c standing for canadian temperature in my book and uh you pour your hot coffee or hot beverage in it and it gives you a readout of the temperature of what it is and if it's above a safe temperature to drink it flashes red actually though know, it's a big red led it's not solid with a uh, display reading that says hot so once it gets down to a safe drinking temperature that this front display on the mug turns green and uh, you can set the temperature that it maintains anywhere i think from 90 to 160 degrees something like that 160 160 fahrenheit and it's uh, plug her in the usb and it, it keeps it at a perfect drinking temperature now i've seen these things before uh, especially for those of you on facebook you probably seen them i think ember is one of the big one out there making them and they go for anywhere from 160 to 200 us and they're like yeah cool gadget not me I'm not that type of uh, person that has that kind of disposable income for a coffee mug. And the Kohl's version was forty-nine ninety-five, of course, you know. But uh, even that is out of my my wheelhouse for what I'm willing to spell for spend for a coffee mug, even though it's a cool thing. But they were on sale for half off. So for that, let's see here, twenty-four ninety-five for a coffee mug. Seems to be pretty good quality actually it seals really well you can turn it upside down and it doesn't trip and it's not hard to spend 20 bucks in a coffee mug these days an insulated coffee mug so i said, for that i'll take the gamble now it didn't come with the charger and i didn't have a usb-c charger but i actually kind of needed one because all of the new smartphones we've got so i thought yeah i'll take the gamble so for 24.95 i purchased it it actually had a pretty decent Uh, consumer rating. I went online. I've learned to do that thanks to Mark. Every time we go to buy something, first thing he does is goes and Googles it and sees what the customer reviews are on it. This had like a 4.5 out of 5. That being said, now I'm an engineer. I read the manual. I actually read the instructions. Don't tell anybody. Don't want to lose my man card. But I read the instructions. And up until yesterday, now I got this over Christmas break so before New Year's, up until yesterday I was thinking either the USB charger in my car wasn't keeping up or there was something wrong with this bug because I could not get it to consistently charge or to consistently heat my coffee or tea or whatever else I put in there. And I read the manual and I tried again and once in a while it would work and sometimes it wouldn't and I was learning it was overheating and shutting down, well the long story well it's long enough already we'll try to shorten it up it comes down to there's a series of long presses there's a series of short presses you got to do them in the right sequence and you got to adjust the temperature and then hit another short press and if you don't do it in that order it doesn't heat they give you temperature it'll tell you yeah it's this temperature and uh, otherwise it just kind of glows green at you saying yeah everything's fine when it's not actually charging but as of yesterday, I finally figured out the Double Secret Probation Secret Squirrel button pushes that make this thing work. And yeah, now that i got it all done, I uh, between the charger and this fancy coffee mug, I've got a whopping 50 bucks invested, which is still a fair amount. But the charger I can use for multiple devices. It has more than one output. And it's smart enough to know if your smartphone will take smart charging. It will do the smart boost. I got enough smarts in there. But I figure smart charger for smart gear, or coffee mug is probably appropriate. And the charger's an anchor. Uh, pretty happy with their products. I know they're another controversial one being owned by Chinese companies, and people are worried about spy software. Well, I'm retired, and I can't say that I'm doing anything that I worry about any spy software that would spy on me. It's like, fine put it out there that i have a smart coffee i don't care track me through the up it's that important to you good luck if you want to try to follow me around up here if you have the skills to follow me around up here then hey yeah hey you belong get get up here you know okay um coming out of the northern stretch of 41 into mohawk so uh got a few more miles of Keweenaw County to go yet here we're uh, um, coming into the metropolis of Mohawk it's uh, about 98% of the population of Keweenaw County right here now the entire county population I think is around just shy of 2,000 people most of them live in Mohawk even at that even with the population of Mohawk we are the least densely populated county in the state of Michigan, by far, and the largest county. So there's your, your your fun fact for the day. Now, how many pine trees to person that comes out to? I don't know. I, I I think it's like a person or two to every square mile in the county, if you could spread us out evenly. Yep. Uh, got the White House, which is a hotel, and Glacier, which is a bar and grill that has poutine, by the way. Uh, First things that we hit as we come into town, a couple of businesses, the Mohawk Superette. Hey, if you come up here, Mohawk Superette, the place to buy a pasty. Not that pasty.net's pasties are bad, they're great, but uh, by far the best pasties in the Keweenaw area, I can't say for the whole UP, but I personally think they are the best in the whole UP. Are Right here at the Mohawk Superette, another general store. Yeah, we're big on general stores up here. Going by the Mohawk Post Office that covers most of the Keweenaw. Except that, as you know, Copper Harbor has its own. And uh, we'll be heading down towards the Red Jacket area where I'll be doing the the medication exchange. For the ambulance, then on to other things. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode uh, with Mark's playlist in the background there. We'll catch up with you later. This one recorded, I can tell. Hopefully, the uh, background music's not drowning me out, but if it does, hey, maybe that content's better than mine. Y'all yeah, take care in this new year. We'll talk to you later.